Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M, your astro goddess, here to bring you the daily energies of the week ahead. And by daily energies, I am referring to the planets in the sky and how they are communicating with each other and in turn how that affects us. So uh, you can use this to help you live an aligned as fuck life. And it's just really fucking cool to know what's ahead And to help you plan for the week, to be like, why the fuck was yesterday hectic? And then you'll be like, oh, that's why. So that is why I bring this to you every week without fail. I am, yeah, really grateful that I can share this with you all. So thank you to all my regular listeners. I love you and I'm loving the feedback that you guys always give. It's so beautiful to see. So makes it all so worthwhile to get this out to you all. Um, and if you haven't already, uh, if you're new here, please subscribe to this podcast. And if you would love to leave a review, I would be so deeply grateful if you've been loving this. And as always, um, yeah, share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who you think might benefit from getting the heads up on the week ahead. So uh, one other housekeeping a little thing before we dive right into the week ahead uh, I had to schedule, reschedule my Cosmic Money Masterclass from last Thursday to this Thursday. And it just makes sense. Everything is so divinely orchestrated and divinely guided because as we break down Thursday, Thursday, this Thursday is a fucking magical day. It's a leap day. It's got a really rare um, double Kazemi happening. And yeah, it's just fucking potent and powerful. And I'm excited to deliver that masterclass to you on that day. And yeah, no, I'm just going to be fucking tapped in. It's going to be amazing. So um, yeah, if you thought you might've missed out on that, you have not missed out, uh, you can come and join us. The link is in the show notes to come and join us. Um, It's going to be on 7.30 p.m. will be the live call. Again, if you can't make that, there will be a replay and that is on the 29th, which is the lip day. Um, remember, it's $88. And from this, you will, I'm almost going to guarantee that that return on investment will come straight back to you when you understand how to work and heal your relationship with money using your own unique astrology chart. Um, because we all have our own uh, unique birth chart. And within that, it shows us where perhaps we need to work a little bit harder when it comes to money and just so much more. I mean, for the purpose of this masterclass, we're just going to focus on the money aspect, but there is so much that you can gain and learn uh, from understanding your own chart. Um, So as always as well, I do offer the one-to-one reading. So if that is of interest, please come and uh, get in contact with me and book that in because again, they're invaluable. You have them for life and you can always have that to refer back to. I record them for you. I send them to you as well. Um, So yeah, super, super powerful. Now, uh, let's dive in to the week ahead. So we are on the 26th of February uh, until the 3rd of March. So we're at a little bit of a crossover for our calendar dates moving from February into March. So before we um, break down each day, I just want to speak to you. If you remember the 2024 episode, I broke down the months and gave you a monthly theme for each of the months. And the theme that we are just coming out of from February, oh my God, my words, from February uh, was innovation. And the theme that we're moving into for March is drum roll. That's not a drum roll. I don't know what that is. Um, anyways, uh, the theme is reclamation and release. So March is actually, especially towards the back end, it's going to be a really potent time. It's going to open 
um, eclipse season for us. So when we have our new moon on the 10th, which will be in Pisces, that is going to be our moon that opens the eclipse portal, the first portal of eclipses for 2024. So, um, yeah, we're going to be buckling up and getting ready to yeah, go deep with this energy. And, you know, this week is definitely gearing us up for part of what's to come. So super, super exciting. And yeah, so that theme around reclamation and release is really, really asking you to reclaim your sovereignty, stand in your power, but also potentially still needing to shed away and release anything that's stopping you from having that reclamation. So it's a potent month, um, and obviously the month begins on Friday, the 1st. So um, I am kind of really thinking this is going to amp up as well once we cross into that threshold of Aries season, which will be on March 20th, which is the astrological zodiac um, new year. So that's going to be a very big time as well. So we're kind of building into this. This is like the calm before the storm, but also there's a few like really – potent energies that we have to work with. So super, super exciting. So yeah, I hope that you navigated the Virgo full moon over the weekend well. Uh, For me personally, it actually wasn't too bad. I quite enjoyed it. I did feel though I was a little bit, and this is more um, probably related to Pisces season energy, is I feel like I've been in a bit of an escapism void. Like time is just escaping me. It's just wild, but then I've actually got nothing to show you. <laughs> I've just been in this like kind of bubble of procrastination and not really doing anything. It's a it's a bit of a time. It's a bit weird. Um, so that's what's kind of been coming up for me with um, this moon. But there was definitely a few things that I really um, – released and really wanted to fully clear um especially as well because I don't know if I mentioned it but that moon uh that Virgo full moon was our last full moon uh before we cross over into the new um astrological new year so again it's a bit of a potent one and it's always a a good time to just have that final purge and clearing out um so that we can bring in these new energies that are coming through for us so yes that is um what came up for me with a Virgo full moon. So I'd love to hear what came up for you and how you're feeling with all of that. I've heard from a couple of you and you're saying that it was a little bit crazy, like lots of purging, lots of releasing. So again, it really depends on what's really being activated here on your chart. Now um, let's just jump into the week ahead. So Monday, uh, which is moon day, we have the moon still in Virgo. So It's obviously still quite full. However, it's now in its waning phase. So this is a great way to begin the week um, to use this moon to really help you get structured and organized. So start to kind of really look at things from, you know, more planning, more structure and getting things organized. (laughs) Now, for me, this is something I definitely struggle with. So I will be using this moon and I probably haven't used it so far to uh, the best of the energies that it's giving me here. I feel like this has been more of like more of the release side of things for me. Um, So I haven't really stepped into that kind of restructuring and, you know, thinking towards the future and getting planned and organized. So I am definitely going to be embodying this um, hopefully on that Monday. And I also feel that, again, I'm recording this quite late on a Sunday night. It's 9 p.m. So Um, Yeah, I'm obviously working with these energies real time with you here too. So um, yeah, this moon is also 
like you can still if you didn't actually get a chance to do any like full moon rituals over the weekend you have that energy still available to you so if you need to still do any releasing um especially yeah like the purge or anything that feels devi and Heavy, heavy or dense oh my gosh I literally was like my brain was like thinking before I actually spoke and I'd already spoken the word but not actually anyways that's how my brain works um so yeah we're now moving into the waning moon phase so as we've spoken about this in previous episodes this is where the moon goes from its full moon peak where we've got the full amount of light available to then starting to dissipate with the light so meaning the moon's getting a little bit smaller visually to us um, here on earth and so that can sometimes mean a little bit of a dip in our energies maybe it's a time to start turning a bit more inward being a bit more uh, introverted with your energy as well Uh, that can also be a little bit more noticeable during the waiting moon phase oh my gosh just doing a little yawnies again it's a little late um, but anyways it is what it is So otherwise on Monday, there are no other major energies or aspects other than the moon. So enjoy that because the rest of the week, it starts to ramp up as we will get to. So then we have Tuesday, Mars Day. Uh, We have the moon moving into Libra, and this is going to bring a bit of a focus on your relationships. And as the moon is waning, this may feel like a good time to release and clear out any baggage within your relationships. Um. Be mindful, though, because there is a bit of heightened Mars energy today. Obviously, it's Tuesday, Mars Day, um, and then Mars is also making a square to Jupiter. So this Mars energy is being really heavily expanded, and there's lots of pressure around this. So, um, yeah, just be mindful that you may feel a little bit more triggered than normal, and especially within your relationships. So potentially just be mindful of that, and if there is stuff or heaviness around your relationships, you know, show compassion for the other person on the other side as well. We're all feeling these energies and yeah, there can be a little bit more triggeredness um, about. So watch for that and be mindful. Now with Mars in Aquarius, it's making that square to Jupiter in Taurus. So again, uh, it's going to be really a good time to probably want to start to take action on the new things that have been coming through for you in as we've come out of Aquarius season and that time of innovation. And now you have those things and you know what changes you need to make, but this is giving you the bit of the push and the pressure to actually start to take action and start to actually do things a new way. And it's going to show you a different perspective to look at things from a higher, more spiritual perspective as well with how you're taking action. Also being mindful of, you know, your energy expenditure and where you're putting your energy into and is it actually for the highest good of all involved including yourself and really just being discerning with your energy because that's game being a major thing that's also being highlighted during Pisces season as well and as we talk about Thursday uh, leap day Thursday we will uh, touch on you know some of those uh, Piscean really strong Piscean themes that are going to be coming up so um, then I guess With this Mars square Jupiter, there is pressure to really get you to make the changes you've been wanting to make. So, um, you know, it's always that, like, I'm going to do this. I know I need to change this. But have you actually taken the action yet? So this transit is actually going to help you start to initiate that action. 
And this is going to be especially good for the fixed signs, which are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, because uh, fixed signs are quite resistant to change, hence the fixed. They're fixed in one way of doing things. It takes a lot for them to want to change. They're quite stubborn. And this is just going to help them give them the kick up the pants that you really need. Um, so I am quite heavy in fixed energy. I have both a Leo rising and a Taurus sun. And so I feel this strongly. And I know I do have a Sagittarius moon, which is quite adaptable and loves change. So I can, you know, all of a sudden go through and make a massive change out of nowhere. And I mean, it's going to be a big change if I do make a change. Quite dramatic. But um, yeah, if you don't have that mutable energy to help you with that adaptability and changing, and you've got a really strong, heavy, fixed chart, uh, this is definitely going to be the transit that's going to help you get shit going and start to be doing things differently because, hey, we can't keep going the way we're going because otherwise we will just never end up in the direction where we want to go. So really, yeah, look at this from the highest perspective and just fucking make the change, do the hard thing. If it's hard, um, you know, stop saying you're going to do it and just fucking take action and do it. Um, I think that's all I want to speak on with that. So uh, that is Tuesday, and then we move into Wednesday, which is Mercury Day, and again, the moon's still in Libra, so pay attention to relationships today and see where things may be a little bit out of balance. Um, how can you bring more balance into your relationships? Uh, perhaps there needs to be a compromise or something needs to be released in order to create more harmony and balance. Um, then this is where the energy, so later on Wednesday night, Mercury is going to come into a Kazemi with the sun. So this means a Kazemi is when a planet is in the heart of the sun and it basically goes through a rebirth and purification process. So the first part um, that we're building into for Thursday happens around 6.40 p.m. on Wednesday night where Mercury uh, and the sun first come into a Kazemi point at the direct, uh, direct degree and minute. And then immediately after that and later in the evening, uh, both Mercury, Saturn and the Sun all come into direct alignment, which is super, super powerful, super, super rare. Um, but we're going to talk in that uh, in Thursday's uh, little breakdown anyway. So before I jump straight into that, I just want to talk about what Mercury specifically um, means in this Kazemi and what it's going through in terms of this purification. So um Sometimes as something, especially as Mercury is going through a Kazemi, uh, the communication within our relationships may be a little bit not great. Okay, Mercury is already in Pisces and that happened uh, late last week on the 23rd, I think it was. So it must have been Friday um, of last week. Mercury moved into Pisces. Now, Mercury does not really love to be in Pisces. Mercury likes details. He doesn't really like the airy fairiness of Pisces energy. He wants to, you know, be logical and intellectual in the way he thinks, whereas Pisces is very dreamy, very creative, and very airy-fairy. So Mercury being here does not like this. <laughs> so, um, But there is a beautiful way in which I like to work with this energy is that it can actually really enhance and increase your intuition and pay attention to what intuitive downloads you get, especially from Wednesday night in your dreams and then into Thursday, um, because again, this can really illuminate. So 
the sun in Pisces, illuminating Mercury uh, in Pisces as well, is like an illumination where yeah, it can create, create more of an open connection to your intuition and intuitive downloads and kind of have a closer connection to spirit. So <laughs> the other thing you may find, you may find yourself off with the pixies and caught up in la-la land. So really just take time to slow down and turn within for the messages that you are being gifted and illuminated um, during this transit. So Again, this energy is going to start to begin around 6.40 p.m. and we'll continue in tomorrow and then that's when Saturn will be joining. So again, this is the time to pay attention. So then we move into Thursday. Now, Thursday is already a powerful day on its own. Given that it's a leap day, we only have a leap day once every four fucking years. So that's pretty cool. It happens on Jupiter Day, day of expansion. And then we have a really fucking rare transit happening. Like, magical it's alchemy emotion guys uh this is what astrologers get excited over um because yeah this is something that has not happened in a very fucking long time actually i don't even i couldn't actually find data as to when these three have actually all lined up in um pisces because the last time that even um saturn uh coming into akazemi with the sun in pisces the last one that we had was actually in 1996 however in 1996 Mercury was not also in that alignment either. So this is like new energies. And again, I, I just didn't have the time or the energy to really go back and look at fucking lots of, uh, cent not centuries, lots of decades of data. Um, so just know that it was a fucking long time ago if it has happened and that, yeah, it's really powerful, really potent, and it's going to be really, yeah, something to work with here. So, um, before I continue on with that, uh, the moon moves into Scorpio. And so you may feel like there's a need to transform and go deep with something. Um, and again, as the moon is uh, waning, you may feel like you need to release something before you can have that transformation. And so I guess the really juicy fucking stuff with this uh, double Kazemi um, is that it's all about these three planets, well, you know, Mercury and Saturn, moving through the sun, which is being purified and renewed. And it's really going to be illuminating to you where you need to be devoted and committed, which is Saturn, right? Saturn wants us to be committed and devoted to something. Um, and it wants you to be devoted and committed to a deeper spiritual practice, which is the sun in Pisces. And so, you know, Pisces is very deeply spiritual energy. And, we can then receive more guidance and intuition, which is Mercury. So that's kind of the configuration of how this is going to be playing out. Now, we are starting to become more aware of our connection with something that is far greater than ourselves. You know, we there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of us have already been embodying this and have known this for quite some time. But there's some people that are just opening up to this and kind of just understanding that, I think there might be more than just what meets the eye, you know? Like people are literally coming to the point of like, I think there's something more in terms of higher intelligence. And we've all experienced it, whether it become in the way of synchronicities, miracles, all that sort of stuff. I believe that's higher intelligence. And so whatever you want to call that, whether it's God, creator, universe, spirit, source, insert, whatever prefix feels good for you. Um, This is really the time where we are having these mass awakenings on the planet that we are part of something much greater than just this physical 3D dimension and realm. And so having these three meet up in Pisces, the last degree sign, uh, sorry, the last zodiac sign 
Um, it's really about clearing something out, um, like old ways of being. But then because it's going through the sun in a Kazemi, it's the purification and the rebirth. So it's starting something fresh, starting something new, whilst also completing an old cycle and an old paradigm. And this is really beautiful because as we've spoken about with what's happening with Aquarius and how we are moving from that traditional structures that Capricorn had with Pluto and Aquarius and then Pluto, sorry, with Pluto and Capricorn and then Pluto moving into Aquarius where he is wanting to help us in creating this new earth. This is the time right now that is, you know, we're getting these, getting gifted these little moments in time where we are strengthening our energy, where things are shifting and changing, where we are purifying, where we're being reborn. Uh, we are gifted so many beautiful opportunities. And so this is just just juicy. So pay attention, guys. Pay attention to what is happening. So what I would suggest, look to where Pisces is in your chart. So for me, this is eighth house, um, and this is like the Scorpio-ruled house, so lots of depths, lots of things that are under the, the surface here. And, yeah, I'm feeling like there's going to be a really, really – heightened increase in my intuition and my intuitive gifts and I know that with my devotion and as I am continually being devoted to my practice so for me my devotion practice to support this connection is meditation again see what feels right for you because this is really going to ask you to be if you want to establish this connection with something that is greater than yourself you need to be diligent you need to have that dedication devotion and commitment towards that cause and so that's where Saturn is really helping us um, in Pisces which the energy can be quite boundless so this relates and goes off into so many different directions um, with that Saturn also being here in Pisces is really helping us to finally actually ground our dreams uh, that we have been having access to in all of these other different realms and actually granting them here on earth that is what Pisces is really helping us with the other end of this is also around spiritual hygiene and energy protection and just understanding that we are so much more than just our mere humanness. Um, I think that's really more of the the gift and that's what's coming through. And it's so funny, like, I don't know, well, I, I may or may not have told you about how I kind of structure my podcast in um, the week ahead. So I will sit down, I will do my newsletter, which is kind of the brain dump and just getting everything um, out with regards to like the energies and just kind of getting into my creative zone and just channeling through whatever needs to come through. So I channel through a little bit there. Then when I do the podcast and I try and read off those notes, it just feels really sometimes like, I don't know, disjointed. And so sometimes I like read off my notes and then sometimes I'm just go off on a tangent and it's the moments where I go off on a tangent and I become that full channel that it's so powerful and things just land differently. Because I even sometimes, like, I don't often listen to my podcasts, like, listen back. But then sometimes I will go back through and, like, midway through the week, just give myself a little reminder of, like, where the energy's at. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I actually forgot about that. Like, that fully just channeled through. And I had no idea that that came through because in my notes that I've written and, like, with my embodiment stuff, I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So it's pretty fucking cool that that happens. Um, anyways, that was just a bit of a, a rant and tangent. So uh, what else do I have to say with this rare double Kazemi? Um, I feel like, yeah, it's just going to be really interesting to just pay attention to not try to escape reality, be really in tune with your emotions, be really in tune with your 
energy and how sensitive it potentially may be um, because I feel like there's going to be yeah, such such juicy goodness that will come from this. And again, if you are being disciplined and devoted, Saturn always rewards you. On the other hand, though, if you potentially have not been disciplined and devoted, then Saturn will take things away and it will show you where you need to become more disciplined and devoted. And yeah, it can sometimes be not the nicest energy to work with either because Saturn is quite that strict father kind of energy. So have that in mind as well. Um, Saturn transits sometimes aren't always easy. And I feel like though for this one, uh, with where we're heading and everything, and if you're listening to this, you're already open-minded to all this sort of stuff anyway. So I feel like it's definitely just going to be really helping you just get that discipline and devotion and yeah, just show you potentially where you may need to be a little bit more diligent and committed. So um, also we have that uh, Mercury sextile Jupiter on the same day. So Mercury, yeah, goes through that Kazemi process, then immediately sextiles Jupiter, which is going to expand all of this energy. And it's really helping support you to view things from that higher spiritual perspective. So yeah, I feel like there's just so many, so much goodness on this day and it's energy that we've not really experienced. So even me just trying to talk about it, I'm like, I actually can't really explain this because I've not embodied it. Like, I mean, I embodied this in 1996 when it was just Saturn and the sun in Pisces. But again, I was only three fucking years old. So I probably don't really remember that. Anyways, um, you know, that's just how us astrologers work. Um, Now also, shameless plug, Thursday, reminder, Cosmic Bunny Masterclass. Fucking jump on it, okay? As part of this new earth, we are moving into this space where we don't have to struggle anymore, where we can actually live in divine abundance, where we actually have so much resources to help us tap into this infinite abundance that exists here on earth. And we've just been conditioned and programmed to believe otherwise that there are finite resources when in fact there are infinite resources, okay? And now... When it comes to astrology, our chart literally helps us unlock the blocks that are surrounding us around money and receiving. And this is all what we're going to be speaking into around the masterclass. Again, I've had those couple of other extra bonus episodes where we talked about the second house and then uh, Venus through the houses. So we're going to dive into all of that and then we're going to make it specific to you and we're going to break down the healing of each of the planets and what that means for you and it's going to be live. We're going to have hot seat coaching. It's going to be fucking epic. So you need to get on this. Yes, it's a small investment of $88, but I guarantee you that it will be worth so much more to you than that money that you put into it. Okay. So then we move in to March and March. Um, well, yeah, the 1st of March and that's Friday. So Venus Day. So again, uh, as we mentioned at the start of the episode, the theme for March is release and reclamation, which is going to be powerful. I am here for it, guys. Um, yeah, these energies, yes, they have been a bit wild, but they've also been fucking epic as well. I am, yeah, just really, really loving 2024. Um, it's definitely got a different vibe to it, but I'm here for it. And I feel like I'm really... I'm kind of grounded. I feel like last year really fucking sorted me out, (laughs) which was, yeah, um, a time. And I've sort of spoken into that a little bit as well. But um, yeah, where am I going? Where am I going? Think. 
put yourself back on track. We are talking about Friday. Um, so the moon is in Scorpio and it's still waning. So you may notice that your emotions will kind of run a bit more deeper and you feel things a little bit more intensely. Also because the sun and the moon are both in water signs. So really take time to connect with your emotions and understand the wisdom that they provide for you. So the sun will make a supportive sextile to Jupiter. So the sun being in Pisces and Jupiter being in Taurus. And this is going to be a deeply really expanding and supportive energy that has really, it's kind of just helping us really ground in all of this creative, emotional Piscean energy that we're in. Okay, It's showing you the bigger picture of how your emotions and your intuition are connected. This energy is also really deeply supportive towards your dreams and shows you that there is in fact infinite possibilities and opportunities for you to tap into as you are the creator of your own life. So I just love how like, you know, we go through some things earlier in the week and then it comes to Thursday where we have a fucking epic rare event occurring and then we come into Friday and we get these like supportive energies. It's like, I got you, girl. I got you. We're going to move through this. So um, super, super cool. Alrighty, second uh, March. Mm. I was having a drink. I feel like I'm really salivary today. It's a bit, bit weird. I'm not sure why that's the case, but anyways, it is what it is. Also, oh, I didn't even mention it to you guys. So literally, just before I started to record this podcast, and Jake came up and he was like, "Hey, I just want to show you something." And I was like, "What do I like? I'm just about to record my podcast. This is like the fiftieth time I've been interrupted today." Um, anyway, so I was like, okay, what is it? And he's like, there's a snake. And I was like, oh, what? He's like, yeah, it's a python. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then we went outside and it actually wasn't a python. I'm still waiting to get the snake ID man to identify it. I think it's actually a brown tree snake, but it was literally just sitting on our deck on our little camper chair that we had out there. (laughs) And it was looking so cute. And I love that the universe is always giving us messages. And for me, this really landed because not only today are we still in a waning Virgo moon, but Lilith is in Virgo and Lilith is ruled by the snake and she's all about our desires and where we are not going to settle. And snakes also represent rebirth and transformation. So it's a super, super like amazing rare sign because the snake is just random. Like we live in the bush. Yes, obviously snakes are not random in the bush. However, we haven't seen a snake this snake season as yet. And it's just like the way that this snake was sitting and on this chair, it was just really cool. So it was definitely a sign that needed to be witnessed. And I love how spirit is always talking to us through signs, through animals, through synchronicities, through lots of different uh, things. So super, super cool. So just wanted to chuck that in there because that's pretty cool. And I just wanted to brag about my little cool snake because they're fucking majestic creatures. I know like they're really kind of... they. They have a bad name. People are kind of scared of them, but they're actually really fucking cool. And I just want to hope it's still there because I want to go and look at it after I recorded this. Um, All right, back on track. Saturday, Saturn day, moon still in Scorpio. Um, Again, this is the third day of this waning Scorpio moon energy. So really use this to kind of reflect and see what has transformed across the past few days, especially after that double Kazemi on Thursday. And yeah, Obviously, Scorpio is the uh, ruler of transformation and power and control. And so, yeah, really see and reflect what is actually needing to be transformed for you and how and what has transformed across the last few days. 
Then we have Venus in Aquarius making a sextile to Chiron and the North Node in Aries. Again, Chiron and the North Node in Aries are about to meet up next week, like the following week, um, in their conjunction, which is a very, very rare conjunction, one of the biggest ones of 2024. And, yeah, that... um, Venus meeting them in a sextile is really just um, helping us to align our values to our greater soul mission and also really showing us perhaps where things need to shift and change and be done differently this time around because this energy supports you in creating deeper alignment with really what is true to your soul's mission and purpose. So really pay attention to what's coming up there because then when the North Node and um, Chiron come together on I think it's the 5th of March, that energy is going to be super, super potent and that's going to be really collectively felt. It's like collectively like helping us heal different kinds of wounds and we're going to speak into all of that um, in next week's podcast episode. But uh, just a little bit of a forewarning on that one. All right, and then we move into a Sunday, Day of the Sun. Don't know why I sang that. I felt like it just needed to be sung because we move into a Sag Moon, a last quarter Sag Moon, This is where the moon hits its middle part of the waning cycle, where the light is becoming noticeably less as we wane into the new moon. Um, So when the moon moves into Sag, you may start to feel a little bit more optimistic with the changes that have occurred since the full moon in Vertigo, Vertigo, Virgo, (laughs) um, that we experienced last week. I feel like maybe I'm going into a bit of Vertigo here. Um, Sagittarius really wants you to look at things from a higher perspective and return back to and acknowledging your truth. Ultimately, you just have to go, like, whatever, everything you've gone through is exactly what your soul needed, and it's helping you find and return to your truth. So pay attention to what uh, is coming up for you on Sunday, and also we have a couple of other little uh, bits of, bits of planets, aspects, that's the word, M. aspects is the word, um, as well. So we have Venus in Aquarius making a square to Uranus in Taurus. Now, this is really showing you a new way when it comes to your relationships, values, money. And there's really a lot of pressure to kind of really make these changes and try something radical and revolutionary. Pay attention to what is coming up today as there can be some really quick upheavals, shifts and changes that you perhaps did not expect. And again, this energy can come really, really um, suddenly and unexpected, hence uh, Uranus, which he is the disruptor, the planet of destabilization. So really, yeah, look into those themes and Venus in Aquarius wants you to do something different. She wants you to relook at your values and really reevaluate, like, is this still alignment with your highest truth? And if it's not, there's going to be pressure with Uranus to really help you um, make those changes. And again, these are changes that need to happen quite quickly and they will happen quite quickly. So Uh, see what changes are coming up and are needed for you. Then we have Mercury and Pisces opposite Lilith in Virgo. And this energy really wants you to connect deeper with your thoughts and really see if they, like your thoughts are really, oh my gosh, sorry, just had a burp. (laughs) Kind of caught me off guard. So yeah, do your thoughts uh, really align to your deepest, deepest desires? Lilith does not want you to settle for less than you deserve. So really, you may need to shift the way you're thinking in order to create that alignment. Again, this energy is 
an opposition. So sometimes it can mean, you know, there's a bit of a tug of war between the two. So whether you're too much up in your thoughts, perhaps needing to come back more into the body, which is Virgo, really tuning into the heart and kind of going back into like into your core, like what is it that your core deeply desires? That's Lilith. And Lilith in Virgo, we've spoken about this, I don't know, probably ages ago on the podcast, but she is really wanting to be purified and to go through this purification process in order to get really clear on what it is and where it is that she is not willing to settle, that she is standing strong, that is she is owning in her rawest form, that she really wants to stay and stand true to. And anything else that doesn't align to that needs to go and is not um, not happening. <laughs> so pay attention to that. All right, so we have a pretty big week and it's going to be a vibe. I'm looking forward to it. Again, waning moon, remember energy may drop off slightly, but know that it's more the fact that you probably just feel like you want to go a little bit more internal. Um, what else did I want to mention? I don't even think there's anything else that I need to mention because we've got a pretty busy uh, week ahead. I know that you guys now being equipped and armed with all of this are going to be all over it and you're going to be paying attention. So my biggest advice to you is to, as always, get grounded, go out in nature, especially um, in Pisces season. There can be tendencies to want to daydream. And I know I've been experiencing this and kind of go off into the escapism and then kind of just losing track of time and all that sort of stuff. So be really present and be really grounded. I had a really, actually, yes, that's what I want to say. I had a very poignant, poignant uh, reminder literally as I was feeding Daisy to sleep. So she's still breastfeeding and I was feeding her to sleep. I was scrolling on my phone. I don't even know what I was looking at, like probably just silly shit on Facebook or Instagram. And then it just kind of dawned on me that I was like, fuck, I need to, like I'm literally just wasting this moment and I'm being so, my energy is just being so pulled from the present moment of, you know, just being in this intimate moment with my daughter, breastfeeding her to sleep, like how fucking precious that is in itself because, one, that's not going to happen forever and I know that when I do stop breastfeeding, I'm going to be fucking devastated. And even though, like, right now because I do it every fucking day, like multiple times a day, it doesn't seem like it's that special, but I know there's going to be moments where I'm like, fuck, I wish I had have, like, paid more attention and just been really present with that. And so I literally just had this, like, wash over me. I was like, fuck, you need to – our phones – are such a distraction from the present moment. Don't get me wrong, they're fucking great with connection to us um, in terms of like a global connection um, and, you know, especially through the forms of social media and all that sort of stuff. They are a blessing, but they are also uh, very, if not used intentionally, very, very harmful. And I am starting to notice that with myself and I've been probably using this as an excuse because I'm like, oh, I'm building business. I've got to be on Instagram. I've got to get the trends, all the things. Like I literally just like it hit me so hard tonight that it was like you, that phone, as soon as you like get up, you are taken from the present moment that you were in. So it becomes such a habit that you always need to be stimulated and that the present moment just isn't stimulating enough because you have so much stimulation from your phone. And this is something that I'm really starting to become more aware of. And, you know, I had probably swept under the rug because I'm like, oh, you know, I need to do this for like my business and blah, blah, blah. I actually don't. I mean, I can just post when I need to. I don't actually have to 
you know, be in everyone's fields. And then we can even look at this from like an energy and energy leaking perspective. That's um, the other thing that I really noticed that it's very draining on my energy sometimes. And then as I go to speak, I noticed that like a lot of people's stuff and the things that I've consumed on, on there is like blocking me from my own creative expression. And I feel like I could go on a tangent all around this and I want to be open and raw and honest with you guys, because even when it comes to social media, I started to, and I have started to deviate from my own authentic self-expression and starting to be like, oh, well, this isn't trendy and this and that. And I've really noticed it that it's like, fuck, this is actually becoming not me. And so I need to come back to be like, okay, who am I? But then because I'm consuming so much content, I'm like, I don't even know what's mine and what's someone else's now. Like it's it's really called me to really disconnect a little bit more and just come back into center. And I think that's what my message is here in this Pisces season is to really come back into that deeper connection with self, open and unlock that channel of creativity. And yeah, I feel like that went into a bit of a rant, but if someone needed to hear that, I hope that that helps you because uh, it's definitely helping me express that out to you and really just helping me honor my own things and what's coming up for me personally as well. I feel like that's very important. And sometimes I just don't share a lot of things. Like I do keep a lot of stuff and I internalize a lot of stuff too. So um, I am now just a blabbering, but I hope you got everything that you needed from this episode. I hope that you can navigate this week with ease and grace Again, meditation is always going to be your friend. Grounding is always going to be your friend. If you have any questions, reach out. Remember as well, if you want to make this personal, um, I can book you in for a one-to-one reading where we can break down everything in your chart. And again, final reminder, go and get on Cosmic Money Masterclass. It's going to be fucking epic. And you're going to get a PDF workbook. You're going to get hot seat coaching. You get to see me in my teaching element and you'll have me to answer any questions and ultimately you're just going to heal your relationship with money which is going to be amazing because we need more people who are tapping into infinite abundance and prosperity all right beautifuls i will love you and leave you and i will speak to you all next monday because i don't think i'm just having enough time and energy to do the wednesday episodes but i'll when i do feel like i have that creative outlet and expression I have something to share I will anyways all of my love I'll speak to you Monday Mwah.